Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we continue to break the cycle of fake news. Talking about fake news, here is your update in the latest on the ongoing civil war between the Democrats and the Republicans in the United States, as well as your updates on China, the economy, and the race wars that they're trying to start in order to foment civil discord and create a revolution. They failed at the ballot box in 2016. They failed with the Russiagate collusion nonsense. They failed with impeachment. They failed with COVID-19. And they're going to fail with Antifa as well. Here we go, right after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet. And now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So, no shocker, apparently China is backing out of its trade deal with us. They are not honoring their agreement to buy from our farmers a lot of soybeans and other products. So what's happening? Exactly what we would have expected. Our exports and our imports are doing quite badly. And, um, you know, trade is an important part of really avoiding conflict. So once you've stopped trading, the next step generally is conflict. Hopefully we can avoid that with China. I am hearing rumors of Chinese forces, grand, ground forces, land forces, uh, being massed in Canada off of our northern border. So I haven't confirmed that yet. If you've got anything about that, please leave it in the comments below and I can maybe report on that in the next episode. So former MI6 boss also saying that coronavirus was man-made and escaped from a Chinese lab. We also have Elon Musk. I'm starting to like him more and more. Um, not as a business guy, because basically when I look at Elon Musk, or if I hear him talk, I, all I see is Cybertruck. You know, that moment where he said, this thing is bulletproof, and he threw something at it, and it broke. <laughs> and it was uh, like twice in, in one little 10-minute uh, span. Very embarrassing. And as I've seen with a lot of these uh, Tesla cars, they don't really deserve the name. They're, they're really killing people. These cars keep speeding up and uh, driving people off cliffs or into walls or into buildings or into cars or whatever it may be. So I'm not a big fan of his technology. However, he has recently told people to take the red pill, and now he's saying monopolies are wrong and it's time to break up Amazon. I could not agree more. These big tech companies are not only engaging in outright overt censorship and cultural warfare, now they're also starting to fund and back and bail out terrorist Antifa and other like, uh, others like them. So um, absolutely, I mean, I just reported, what, yesterday that Etsy was sending at least a million dollars to uh, bail. I mean, that's ridiculous, and Etsy is a major online marketplace. So of course, it's an excuse for me to plug Magazon. If you want to avoid funding terrorism, I'm going to start using that one more, uh, then don't shop with Etsy, don't shop with Amazon, don't shop with eBay, don't shop with Disney, don't shop with Big Tech or Hollywood, Hollyweird. Shop Patriot. 
choose to support companies and vote with your dollars that that share your values. And one example is shopmagazon.com. So www.shopmagazon.com slash Nemos. And you can actually explore an entire marketplace filled with things. And it's more every day. And uh, you're starting to see a lot of growth in there. And we're still in beta. You know, we're not even really out for a grand opening of Magazon yet. So it's, uh, it's already taking off and it's becoming a very interesting marketplace. I'm hoping that we can take on Etsy and we can take on Amazon with it. Now, talk about that overt race war and cultural war that they're trying to just win and they're trying to aggravate and stir up. CNN is now saying that white children, quote, don't deserve innocence. So they better learn about that white privilege at an early age so that they can grow up feeling guilty their entire lives, which frankly makes no sense. There is no such thing as white privilege in the United States. White people have it worse than everyone. Every single minority has advantages, even women. So even white women have an advantage. So if you're a white man, you're just screwed. You're at the bottom of the totem pole and you have to work three times harder to get the same opportunity. So there is no such thing anymore as equal opportunity. Now it's all about equal outcomes. So that's a very different thing. That requires slavery. You cannot make people's outcomes equal unless you make them equally poor under communism. But of course, they keep pushing that, that narrative that somehow all of the minorities that are really you know, taking advantage of the system and having all these advantages like affirmative action somehow are just subjected to the most terrible despotism under whites, and therefore white people, even white children, should feel guilty. It's disgusting, it's, it's evil, it's sophistry, and it's racist. Washington, D.C. mayor scrapping calls for a curfew. Um, I'm sorry, scrapping the curfew because apparently there weren't any arrests last night after President Trump you know, basically put the hammer down and, and D.C. was very safe. So now, suddenly... She wants to, and, and not only this, she not only wants to get rid of the National Guard troops in D.C., she wants to get rid of the walls and the barriers and the fencing around the White House. Now, we know why, so that they can actually get to Trump, because right now there's an army between Trump and Antifa, and they can't reach him. That's what they really want, right? So Muriel Bowser, who is a very corrupt D.C. mayor and political uh, type and you know Democrat, obviously, uh, she is a very crooked person with a lot of crimes in her own past as well. Just, um, we'll go into that another time. So DOJ launches investigation as more evidence emerges that someone is orchestrating the violent riots. You think? So I almost want to say if, if you haven't figured that out by now and you didn't already know this was coming, then it was, you know, somebody has not been doing their job. I mean, what kind of, what kind of, um, what kind of odds are we going to have against foreign countries if our own you know, intelligence community can't figure out that Antifa was plotting to riot and burn down multiple cities in our own country you know, under their noses? And I don't think that's what it is. I think that they're, they know more than they're letting on, and we've had a lot of people running cover for these people in the government. Obviously, the Democrats are supporting them, and, and we'll get to that in a moment. So two more New York PD cops were uh, shot. One was stabbed in the neck. And um, you're seeing these riots go global. These three survived. The man who attacked them was shot multiple times and is in critical condition. 
Project Veritas, and I did the video on this separately. You can check out the video on the channel or see their channel. Um, I like to mirror those things because they're so important. An undercover journalist with Project Veritas actually infiltrated Portland Rose, uh, Portland's Rose City Antifa cell. So they actually got a lot of uh, proof and evidence and footage meeting with members talking about going out there and doing things dangerously doing things violently, pretending not to be violent. It was actually a very interesting video, and we've already, like I said, known this all along, but it's good to see more evidence emerge from the heart of the beast in their own words, you know? We also have a NFL player, Drew Brees, and I'm not big on sports, I have no idea who that is, but he's famous, and he said, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America except when he is forced to apologize. Okay, so I guess that's, I don't know why anyone would apologize for a statement like that or what they used to force him to do so, but this is where we're at. So we're actually getting to a point where famous people can be punished into submission if they don't do what they're told. So that's where we are. I mean, I would say that's almost a, a, a disrespect of the flag in and of itself saying an apology for that statement. Now, I talk about, you know, big tech, I talk about Hollyweird, I talk about entertainment, big entertainment, uh, Disney and Nickelodeon, two of the biggest names in entertainment, especially for children, and uh, they run ads in support of Black Lives Matter. Now, you know, aside from this, what they really uh, should be known for is their pedophilia. And we already know that these companies are just virtue signaling and they're all trying to sort of drum up the hate, right? They're all trying to support these terrorists and make them feel like they're doing the right thing. And they have that sort of moral imperative, that moral authority that's so very, very important for a culture war. And, um, it, you know, that sort of righteous feeling to make you want to fight harder. They want Antifa to feel that. They don't want them to be ashamed or afraid so that they don't show up. They want them to feel brave and empowered and fearless and like nothing could stop them and everything is rigged in their favor right so it's really i said this before it's a morale issue it's a confidence game it's a game of chicken at this point so i feel a lot better about our situation strategically uh, than i do about antifa's situation i mean Barr and others are about to tear that group apart now Top Democrat Senator Chuck Schumer also saying, I'm proud of New York and I'm proud of the protests. So what are you proud of? The cop killing, the burning, the looting, the rioting, the raping, that poor puppy that was murdered, or just the fact that this distracts and creates an opportunity for you to get back in power. You think it's not going to happen. So of course he's proud of them because he's probably in on it. And this is not a one-off. Most of the Democrats are following the exact same, not statement, but pretty similar statements. So we also have uh, Northam uh, in Virginia, Governor Blackface, I like that. They're going to take down the historic Robert E. Lee statue, supposedly because it's racist. I want to remind people the South did not fight for slavery. 99% of people in the South did not own slaves and did not approve of slavery, very Christian people. A few rich, mostly Democrats, owned slaves. They were the wealthy landowners. They were the corrupt rich. And um, that's history. So they're always trying to change history. And 
I think they should put up two statues for every one that they take down. And I think they should really have some uh, serious crime uh, that goes with this, like a serious penalty. This is our, an attack on our history. This is a, a major issue. It's, it's part of their culture war. So, I mean, going a, a little step further, it's a lot more difficult to teach the little white children that they need to be ashamed of everything in their past if they can see their past and reasons that they should be proud. Okay? So it's, it's to that extent. That's why they hate the statues, because they hate you. Now, the police union boss in New York is now actually saying that they're losing the city. He's begging Cuomo and Trump to send in reinforcements. It's not hard to believe when people keep throwing bombs into police vans or shooting them point blank or stabbing them in the throat, slashing their neck, running them over with vehicles, throwing bricks at them and frozen water bottles and everything else. We also ha I wish they just let the dogs out on these people, frankly. Let the police dogs out on these people. L.A. Mayor Garcetti will cut $150 million from the LAPD budget. Of course, he's going to reinvest that money in black communities so that they can riot more, most likely. So why do this and why do this now when there's riots across the country? You're trying to leave people defenseless. And, um, you know, some places are actually talking about getting rid of their police department entirely. And I'm not joking. Now, there is a pushback. We've just went through a lot of negative stuff. And I don't want to leave people in a negative position or, or frame of mind. I want you to know that we're winning this thing. And all of the stuff that they're doing is reactionary. It's fear. They're afraid of us. They're terribly afraid of losing. That's why Pelosi and Schumer and all these others are out there, you know, saying good things about Antifa. That's why Antifa is out on the streets. They've activated all of their assets. So here we go. I'm going to let you listen to A.G. Barr's short statement. As I told the governors on Monday, we understand the distinction between three different sets of actors here. The large preponderance of those who are protesting are peaceful demonstrators who are exercising their First Amendment rights. At some demonstrations, however, there are groups that exploit the opportunity to engage in such crimes as looting. And finally, at some demonstrations, there are extremist agitators who are hijacking the protests to pursue their own separate and violent agenda. We have evidence that Antifa and other similar extremist groups, as well as actors of a variety of different political uh, persuasions, have been involved in instigating and participating in the violent activity. And we are also seeing foreign actors playing all sides to exacerbate the violence. The Department of Justice is working to restore order in the District of Columbia and around the nation. Here in Washington, we are working with the local police, the citizen soldiers of the National Guard, and other federal agencies to provide safety and justice. There you have it the pushback. So we know, not only do we know that they're doing the violence, we know that there are different levels of leadership in this, including the political sphere. So there are Democrat politicians who are directly aiding and abetting an insurrectionist revolution of communist anarchists, which is again an oxymoron. You cannot have anarchy with communism because, you know, technically you, you, 
need a government to enforce slavery. So you can't have a lack of government, which is anarchy, with a communist government. So these people are so brain damaged that they're rioting and fighting for something that can never be and never has been. Every communist society, have you ever seen a single one that ended in uh, the government peacefully transferring all of the power it just violently took in a revolution back to the people? Me either. And I'm a student of history. So we also, by the way, uh, before we switch over to a Q video, and I'm going to close out with a couple of things as well that are important, but the researchers who put out the bogus hydroxychloroquine study that was you know, widely used to attack President Trump to uh, you know, probably cost thousands of lives of people that could have been saved if we had used this sooner. And uh, the WHO even halted its study temporarily. They're back on now because they've been embarrassed into it. It's still not going to be honest or trustworthy, but at least they've reopened it um, because these supposed researchers retracted. <laughs> and, um, you know, they can't even give a good reason as to why, supposedly for confidentiality reasons, right? So we'll never even get a good reason, supposedly. I mean, hopefully they're investigated, but maybe we'll never even get a good reason for this fake study not working too well. So how many people were turned away from this wonder drug that could have saved their lives because of this? Who knows? That's how propaganda works. Now, before we dive into the Q video and close this one out, um, I'm going to ask a couple of things just to remind people. Join the newsletter. Um, bans are happening more and more, not less, since the executive order. I think that they're doubling down and they're desperate and they know that they're done. So what do they got to lose, right? Since the executive order by President Trump on censorship, I've been banned on multiple Twitter accounts and I'm back up temporarily. I hope it's permanent. I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't trust anything from big tech. But I'm on Twitter. You can find me. Instead of uh, Dustin Nemos, I'm uh, Nemo, I'm Demos Nustin. I've switched the first letters of the name, so you can find it. And um, it's not as easy to say, though. And, of course, if you want to support the channel, there's a special sale going on right now at redpillliving.com slash Nemos. And you can get the amazing Time Stop Beauty Cream and Beauty Facial Lotion for 15% off if you use Time Stop 15 as the coupon code. And again, that's redpillliving.com slash Nemos. And, um, you know, major things that I wanted to discuss before we close out here is just, you know, take this, the necessary safety precautions. But I, I think we've already effectively won this thing. I think it's starting to fall apart just like coronavirus did. And it's just really a matter of days, maybe weeks, but days until Antifa has some sort of terrible news that shocks them to the core and 90% of them will never come out again from their mother's basements. Not in black clothes and rioting at least. Now I think we're gonna have a chilling effect on Antifa that scares them all back into submission, back into being quiet. Frankly, I'd rather they all be arrested, but it's a start. We'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos, out. <laughs>